Welcome to Gleaning and Gathering. I am Eric Heimlich, your podcast host, and today I have a very special guest with me here in the studio. She is thrilled to be here. (laughs) (laughs) And that is my very own wife. Rochelle, how are you? I'm good. (laughs) I'm thrilled to be here. I am sure you are. (laughs) Uh, the honest truth is that, uh, <clears throat> well, we're here, um, but uh, she may not be thrilled to be here. <laughs> this next week, we are celebrating, actually in just five days, mm-hmm. we are celebrating our 24th wedding anniversary. And I thought, okay. what better time to give you a wonderful present than to make you a guest? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh, dear. So uh, we were talking a little bit before uh, starting this recording about what would you say to your 21-year-old self. 24 years is a long time, and at the same time, it's not. Looking back (laughs) over the past 24 years to when I was uh, 20 years old, standing there in Rogersville, Missouri, uh, getting Mm -hmm. ready to make that commitment, I had no idea how fast 24 years would go. And Mm. I think the thing for me is looking back over this is that that promise that we stood and made on that day, you know, you you say words like for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health until death do us part. But really realizing standing here 24 years later, just how short life is, Mm. I guess is the thing that uh, I didn't realize uh, standing there at that point. So what, uh, what would you say to your 21 year old self there? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure (laughs) everything that I would say as I was thinking about it. One of the things, one of the things that came to mind was, You can't determine or plan or know, I guess, the twists and turns that your life is going to take. You know, you can have, you can want it to go in a direction. You can plan and you should. But the only thing that you can control, I guess would be the right word, is your attitude towards it. Mm. And so I guess maybe just determining that you are going to even though you won't like or <laughs> find fun, I guess, with mm-hmm. every turn that your life will take, mm-hmm. you can accept it with a joyful spirit if you choose to. Mm. Yeah, my uh, my friend Darren Campbell said that uh, living life with guys like us who are entrepreneurial types <laughs> is a little bit like riding behind a speedboat. And that, uh, you know, the guy up there in the front, he's just having a great time just hitting the waves and, and, uh, the people that are behind the speedboat are kind of like on jet skis or or on, uh, water skis rather. And, uh, as long as you're standing up, it's kind of (laughs) fun, but then you go down and you're just being drugged and pretty soon it's not very fun anymore. Sometimes that's been an analogy that we've used in our household. Uh, life behind the speedboat and uh that's kind of what you've 
you've had to deal with a little bit or a lot. I've got to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. You've got to enjoy life behind the speedboat. <laughs> but talk about that a little bit. What that's what has that been like to you? Oh dear. Um what's it been like? Unpredictable? You never mm. know. You never know when it's I I'm not really sure what to say. Um fun, frustrating, stressful, restful. It's just a mixture exhausting. of things. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. It's exciting is a word that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that uh you know, obviously standing there as a young lady, you had no idea. I had no idea what all you would get into. No, I had and no idea. What you were signing up for. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of young couples don't recognize is life is full of twists and turns. Mm -hmm. And where you think you're headed may not be at all where you're actually headed. Sometimes God has ways of uh, changing those directions. I think that willing to be molded in all kinds of, all kinds of ways. Um, You know, it can be a, Beautiful, exciting, you know, blissful, just sweet time they're standing. And those times still come. But if you are focused on that and Mm -hmm. you are thinking that your whole life is going to be that with a few disappointments and frustrations and, you know, that's kind of thrown in there. But the majority of it is going to be this wonderful, romantic life with this amazing man that you just love unconditionally and you know and obviously you continue to love unconditionally but if you are focused on the sweet Mm -hmm. you know just the emotional part of that then that is going to it is going to break you Mm -hmm. possibly yeah i remember pastor rick saying at our in our wedding ceremony, quoting Dietrich Bonhoeffer, he said, your love has brought you to marriage, Mm -hmm. but now your marriage will sustain your love. And there's something about that, that if love were enough, you wouldn't need marriage. Well, I remember too, I think, thinking when I heard that, I was just like, no, I mean, yeah, marriage will sustain your love, but no, I, love is going to carry us through, Mm. you know, (laughs) because it sounded like, you know, after you make this commitment, then whether you want to or not, you're stuck. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not what that, I've come to learn that's not what that means. Right. But if you're just going on the emotion of love, that's not going to be enough. No. You know, and it can get, it can, as you grow, as we have grown, you know, as we have raised our family, raising our family, you you continue to learn and you continue to love and to grow in your love. Mm-hmm. You know, at 21, I I don't think I ever knew the depth that I could love. Mm. And so it was a, you know, I loved you deeply. and But as you grow together mm-hmm. in life's experiences, that love grows deeper. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think that's true. And I think that, uh, you know, many times you don't recognize the ways in which, you know, God is growing you and growing mm-hmm. that love until you're, uh, you're going through those difficult things. And uh, it, it either makes you bitter or makes you better. Right. You know, the same sun that hardens the clay softens the butter. And uh, I think that, you know, for us, I mean, having children obviously uh, was a, a huge game changer. Kaylin came along when we'd been married for almost two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was born on uh, May 28th. And uh, we celebrated our second anniversary uh, just a few days later. And that changed, that changed a lot. I, I know that for me, when I, when I saw her and held her for the first time, it was like, wow, this, this sense of responsibility, this mm-hmm. sense of weight that, um, as a dad now that I carry is, uh, is just, it's, uh, it's sobering. What's that like as a mother? You're asking some hard questions. It's <laughs> what I get paid uh, to do. Yeah, yeah. Ask hard <laughs> questions. Um, I think a lot of things, a couple that came to mind immediately is we were talking about love earlier to me, to me, it brought on a whole new depth of love, Mm. I guess. Cause now this is like you said, you are responsible for this person. Like, Mm -hmm. especially as a newborn, her very life is, is in your hands, so to speak. Obviously God is sustainer of all life, but you are responsible for this child that he has given you. And then another thing, when you, so for instance, when we were, we were uh, living and working in Indianapolis and you and I could put ourselves in some interesting situations. And we did. But whenever your little baby comes, (laughs) that, that makes you look at it differently. Yeah. As we're, uh, as we're headed into, uh, little upstairs back room spaces sharing home bible studies with people and and now uh Kaylin's going with us and uh and sitting on those floors and sitting on our lap and and it was also very exciting for me to see how many doors a little child would open absolutely yeah and she did and and I really think that you know raising them in that environment mm-hmm. was a positive mhm raising them in a missional sort of way. Right. And many of their friends and first experiences were with people who came from very different backgrounds right. than they came from. So now we've, uh, we've been through 24 years almost of uh, married life together. Six children spread out from uh, <laughs> 22 all the way down to five, almost six. It's, uh, it's a different season that we're in right now. And it's kind of that, uh, I don't know if you'd call it the second half, but uh, we're, we're kind of at least approaching halftime, I guess, probably, if, uh, if this were a game. How do you feel like that uh, the, the overall experience of marriage now is different from when we were first married? So as newly married... As a newly married couple, we could kind of, you know, pick up and go wherever we wanted to, whenever we wanted to. Obviously, uh, the ship is a little harder to turn now with uh, with children, and we have to think about that. But 
in, in what ways do you feel like that uh, our relationship has changed as uh, as our marriage has gone on? For those of you who cannot see <laughs> oh, Rochelle's no. face, it's Don't like deer it. in a headlight. Like, I cannot believe it. Don't describe she's my asking, expressions. She's asking this. Um. <laughs> Well, why don't you answer that first, and then I'll bounce off your answer. <laughs> well, I think for me, um, okay, so the thing that's changed is that there's there's a familiarity there. There is a, a sense of solidness there, mm. and a sense of just, uh, it's like that uh, that blanket that you've had for years that's your favorite mm. one, you know. Uh, versus the one that's uh you know brand new and 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 the brand new one may seem like it's you know better because it's brand new, but there's a familiarity there. There's a comfort. Yeah, there's yeah. a comfort in in that mm-hmm. that is is familiar and yet it's new. And as I've continued to try to learn who you are and how God has made you, like. I've never run out of learning opportunities, <laughs> but I do think I've learned a few things. <laughs> uh, I, you could probably give some illustrations of that, um, <laughs> but we'll skip those. Those are for another podcast. <laughs> oh dear. No, I, I think though that for me, um, that familiarity is something that has just it's special and that bond that connection like you know that uh, i can almost finish the thought Mm -hmm. or that you can finish a thought that i have almost you know we'll be in a crowd or in a situation and like because of our shared experience you know what i'm talking about you know where i'm going you know what i'm thinking even though i haven't been able to communicate that and i think that you know after 24 years just having that sense of of protection like that i know you have my back right i know that you're you're with me in this and even though we may not see it in the moment the same like i know that we're in this together Mm -hmm. and that gives me confidence to be able to to move forward and i think that as a newly married couple like we're still trying to figure out you know right who are we? What are we about? Where are we headed? There's just not that level of trust at that point that I feel like we've we have now. So that's how I would answer. Well, and I feel like I feel like too that that um, the two words that came, I guess, was safety mm-hmm. and constancy. I think that's the right mm-hmm. word. Um, just the constant, you're there, mm. and the safety and that knowledge, Mm -hmm. even if you're not there. So when you've traveled or when, you know, and we have not gone with you. And I know at the same time that it's not guaranteed Mm -hmm. that you will always be there. Obviously God's plans, you know, he can do whatever he wants to and take you home whenever he wants to. I, I'm not sure how to say it. I guess the safety in knowing, like you said, that, you know, we have each other's back and we know not always, but there is a fam- familiarity that 
we didn't have 24 years mm -hmm. ago. And when you're standing there at the beginning of your life together, you know, you think, you know, all there is to know about mm -hmm. this person that you're committing to. And, and then you realize very, very quickly that you don't. Mm -hmm. And being willing to continue to learn mm. together. And there comes a point you're obviously you don't know everything about this person that you're going to know, but enjoying the things that you're learning. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that, oh, I just love everything I'm learning about him, but enjoying the, the, enjoying the fact that you're in this for life mm -hmm. and it's not always going to be good and fun and wonderful and exciting and, but being committed to this person that through the tough times there will be when you come through those hard, difficult times, there will be fun times again. Yeah. And learning, you know, it's exciting. And to be able to please my husband when I find things that he enjoys or that he likes, mm. you know, that I might not would have known 24 years ago. Yeah. Anyway, another thing is also sharing those. I, I think it's exciting to share those with your children. Mm. So when... You know, being able to say, hey, did you know that daddy really likes whatever? And we're going to do this for him as a surprise or, you know. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that is part of the marriage vow that we say is for better, for worse, in sickness and in health. And obviously, uh, life is full of those twists and turns. And in 2012, when you begin mm -hmm. to have seizures, uh, our life kind of took a, a major yeah. turn at that point. And uh, I remember, you know, waking up there August 21st, 2012 and, and thinking that uh, I was losing you and that, um, that you were dying uh, during that first seizure. And just the, just, you know, the sense of, of loss, you know, in that moment and how difficult that was, even though I wouldn't wish that on anyone, uh, God was able to use even those experiences as we, as we walked that road to draw me closer to our family. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you know, I was going a lot of different directions and, and God kind of trimmed all yep. the branches off my tree and brought me back home. I had to focus and I needed to focus. And looking back on that, uh, 11 years later, I'm just so thankful that God did what he did. I, I hate it that it took something so extreme uh, as that to do it, but uh, I'm thankful for the ways in which God uh, awakened me to see that I needed to focus, I needed to be here, I needed to be at home. And now you just celebrated two years seizure-free, and uh, it looks like that uh, at least you know we've passed through that season. But what was it like on your side? Okay, so I I determined I wouldn't cry, but I might. Okay, because <laughs> I'm a crier. Um, I remember for years it seemed like. I felt guilty. Obviously, I didn't have, I didn't uh, decide to start having seizures, but I, I, I saw it as I was the reason that you couldn't travel anymore, or yeah. as much, you know, that we didn't go as a family. That um, our kids took a lot more responsibility as far as taking care of each other and taking care of the house and. Which they had done a good job of that before, but it became almost um, out of a really deep sense of necessity mm -hmm. 
you know, because the, the whole day after I would be completely out, uh, like sleeping. I guess, uh, you know, I guess for years, the one word I would sum that up the way that I felt was guilty. Mm. That I was the one who changed everything instead of seeing it as God's way of drawing us closer together, I guess. Mm. And I guess for all of us realizing that life is precious. Yeah. Life together is precious. Yeah. It's a gift. Not to be taken for granted. You know, you you say things like life is so precious, life is a gift, but until you until there is a tragedy or until mm-hmm. something happened, trauma or, you know, anything like that, I don't think you can understand the deep truth of that. Yeah. And you know, even now, I, I think Overshell, it's not that, you know, it wasn't that bad. I mean, dear me, there's people who have suffered a whole lot more. And I'm not at all trying to make light of their situations, you know, that have lost someone or something sure. severe, more severe has happened. But I, I do think that that coming to the... To, to the realization and grasping the realization in a, in a new and intense way that your life together is precious. Yeah, it is. And even in the times where I'll just be really real here, mm-hmm. <laughs> where we make each other incredibly upset mm-hmm. and downright mad, it is still... It is still something to truly be valued because yeah. it. Re- I know I keep using this word, but it is. It is precious, mm-hmm. and just the, the even the depth of, our kids realizing that. Yeah, and I think that you know continuing to. Um, recognize that whatever those. Things are that God brings into our lives that, He's working all things together, right. for our good. And uh, that he's a good father. Right. He gives us good, good things. And that uh, it is a season. You know, we're we're only here for for mm-hmm. a little bit, but uh, while we're here, uh, we should treasure that. Right. Well, I uh, I have enjoyed the last twenty four years, and uh, we'll uh, we'll try to bring you on here in the podcast in another twenty four. <laughs> Uh, for our 48th wedding anniversary. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No. So I don't have to get on until then? Yeah, oh, well, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll talk with the with the producers and see what they say. Yes. But, no, thanks again for taking time. And uh, I, uh, I hope that uh, something along, uh, along this conversation is an encouragement to others that are on the journey. Uh, I had to say to somebody who's, uh, right now, you know, in a difficult place in your marriage, stick with it. Yeah. It's worth it. There are great rewards to those who just push through and don't pull the plug. You know, I recognize that, uh, you know, you may be in an abusive situation and uh, there are times when, you know, you, you have to get out for the uh, for the sake of children, for the sake of your own life. And I'm not saying stick with it through that sort of situation. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I think there is a, there's a time when enough is enough, but maybe you're just going through a difficult time right now 
in your marriage and you're wondering, is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're facing financial difficulty. Maybe you're facing uh, physical difficulty or your partner is facing something physical. I don't know what you may be going through right now, but I do know that your marriage is worth saving right. and that God is able to make uh, your marriage different. I'm thankful for, uh, for my wife, thankful for the 24 years we've shared together, and I'm thankful for the lessons that he's continuing to teach me um, through marriage and through our relationship. So thank you. And I think that one more thing. Yeah. If you are the one being riding the skis behind the... Behind the speedboat. Behind the speedboat, it's okay to... Oh, just want a break. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But God has people. God has people that are all different. And being his child first, he has put you there for a reason. And he has, as wives, he has put us there to be a support. And he will give us strength to do that if we will allow him to. And I don't want to, I don't want to, th- I'm not trying to say, oh, it's been, yeah, it's been frustrating at times, but it's just so wonderful. It is. I guess I just wanted to encourage, there are good things. Mm-hmm. If you are in a, in a spot right now that you're just like, oh, my lands, I'm done. You know, he has pulled me all over the place too long and I just, I'm tired of it. It's okay emotionally to be tired Mm -hmm. that's okay and it's okay even to want or need a break Mm -hmm. but don't give up don't quit yeah because it is worth it amen well thank you so much for uh for taking time and uh i hope that uh gleaning and gathering is uh is a blessing to you And uh, wherever you find yourself in this season of life, whether you're still single or whether you're married uh, or whether you're uh, right now missing that uh, that partner who's already gone home, um, pray that God would just uh, be with you and sustain you and continue to help you for gleaning and gathering. God bless.